Cast Network. I'm your host, Arun Herman. We're here at Occupy Wall Street, and as you can see behind me, we have a sukkah. Dan Storetsky has developed Occupy Judaism, events for protesters to connect to their Judaism during the holidays. Let's take a closer look. For example, our sukkah here is an act of civil disobedience. We don't have a permit. We put it up without permission. We put it up as a form of resistance against the rules of the park here that prohibit people from sleeping in tents. And so we were trying to leverage the sukkah as a way to help other people stay in shelter overnight so that they could be warm and, you know, uh, survive the cold. There's now sukkahs up in 11 different cities, and in Seattle, 10 people were arrested defending their sukkah, which was taken down by the Seattle Police Department. Um, in addition to uh, our efforts to support these protests, uh, our greater goal in the long term is to try to build the momentum to turn these efforts back on Jewish institutions, because we need to occupy everywhere, not just where these occupations are taking place, but we need to occupy the institutions of our own lives. We need to occupy our own communities. We need to make our communities accountable and responsive to us. And just and so in the same way that we're trying to make Washington more accountable to us and make Wall Street more accountable, uh, we need to make our Jewish institutions and our Jewish leaders more accountable and responsive to us as well. So what does it mean to you to have a sukkah here? Um, it means that there's representation for the, for the Jewish community because we, um, you know, it's one thing to have a sukkah in like Union Square, and it's like, oh, this is nice, this is part of the holiday. But to have it here, specifically at the spot where there's so much happening and so much, so much voice to a singular cause, it means that it's it, it's a statement beyond what was, what happened thousands of years ago. It's a statement for what is, what's going on right now. I mean, that's really interesting. There was a change that went on with a whole group of people that that I, as part of the Jewish community, am part of. That happened thousands of years ago. And now there's a change going on that I, as part of the American people, um, can relate to. And that's happening right here, right now. And I don't know, the sukkah. A sukkah actually is kind of like a house of change. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. A sukkah always kind of turns up whenever things are about to change. Every year when the seasons start changing, when, when it goes from high holy days sort of back to sort of like the run of the mill holidays, when like when the Jews received the Torah on Sinai from wandering the desert, like major changes happen after the, after the sukkah started turning over. So I don't know. I'm kind of expecting like a like like ten new laws to pop out. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Like yeah. who knows? I mean, that's what we're all hoping for. We're hoping for amendments. We're hoping for you know resolutions that'll change the way things are going. I think it's very important that we have a sukkah here. When the Israelites left slavery and spent 40 years in the desert. It was the sukkah was the space in which the people were able to envision what it would be like to go from being a people that were slaves to being a free people. It was we remember Sukkot and on Sukkot we remember having left Egypt and the, the Exodus, the redemption was a paradigm shift. It was a time that we said that the way things were was not okay and we have to change the society. It's also Sukkot is a time in which all people are meant to to um, share in the abundance together. There's a midrash in uh, Vaikaraba that says that it's a time when you all gather your your food together. If one person is gathering his food into his home, 
you can't make a holiday. It has to be when the majority of the people are gathering their food. And we live in a time when our, on, our planet actually has an abundance of food. There's plenty for everybody to eat, but it's the system as it's set up and these man-made problems that result in widespread poverty and the inability of so many people to eat. So I think that there are so many messages of the holiday of Sukkot that are really relevant and it's an opportunity to share in the wisdom of our tradition and have a voice in this movement. Because so many different people around this area, what do people think about this Sukkot? Uh, it's been pretty incredible. There's been lots of people coming up all day, all night wanting to learn about what a sukkah is, why we're here, what we're doing, what the symbols of the sukkah are, what it represents. And really the, the reaction has been very positive. You know, with the exception of like a couple of uh, you know, emotionally concerned people here and there, uh, the vast majority of people have been coming out to us and really supportive of the and grateful for our presence. Jewish solidarity occupy Wall Street. Very often, you know, our tradition progresses a lot of, uh, you know, great social justice values, but people don't really have a way to embody those values in practice. Uh, you know, uh, our synagogues are, you know, community institutions. They talk a good talk, but they very rarely walk the walk. And so, uh, in being out here in solidarity with these protesters, what we're doing is we're putting our faith in action. We're showing people that there's a way that you can embody the values of, of Judaism in a way that's consistent with uh, with our physical actions in the world, which means that we're actually going to really take a stand for those who are in need and not just pay lip service to it. So over here we have Emma Goldman, who's a Jewish labor uh, hero and uh, organizer, uh, secularist, but uh, you know, uh, proud Jewish activist who helped uh, you know, organize uh, Jewish workers in the earlier 20th century uh, to rise up against injustice and fight for uh, their rights as workers to collectively bargain. Uh, then we have Abraham Joshua Heschel marching with Martin Luther King uh, for civil rights uh, in the 1960s. Uh, this is uh, the Orthodox Anarchist symbol, which is, uh, is my tag, but also a symbol about uh, there being no authority in the world but the divine. Uh, this is the Occupy Judaism logo, which is based on the original poster for Occupy Wall Street. Instead of the ballerina balancing on top of the bowl, we have the fiddler on the roof. Uh, this is one of the posters from the Israeli tent protests from over the summer, which are also uh, protests for economic justice. Uh, this is the radical sukkah, uh, and therefore a radical lulav. Uh, and this is a play on a Banksy image of him throwing a bouquet and throwing open the Torah instead. First sukkah, right? It was a pop-up sukkah. It was donated by a friend of mine. Where it was donated by popupsukkah.com. That was hooked up by a friend of mine who works at Chabad. Whatever. It was a really nice gift, but it was not durable for the weather. So we set it up. It lasted two days, but then it came crashing down in the rain, uh, and so we we got rid of it. Uh, that night we were hosting a Shabbat service, um, so we had um, a pup tent, which is like a, you know like a farmer's market tent that Jay Fridge brought and set up, and uh, we said, look, this is a non-halachic structure, but we're not Orthodox Jews and there's no reason why we should have to observe the letter of the law. We're going to set up this as our temporary structure to dwell in while we do our Shabbat service and our Shabbat dinner. The cops said, nope, it's not a kosher sukkah, take it down. 
they said, you have to be able to see through the top. So we said to the cops, like, what are you crazy? You're not the Robin Hood. Where do you get off telling us what is and is not a kosher sukkah or how Jews should observe their religion? They didn't have an answer. The connection between the cops and the halakhic of the sukkah. The cops are the ones who told us the sukkah was strafe. That, that, that the pup that tent wasn't kosher. That it couldn't stay standing because it was not a, it was not a sukkah. By their definition of what a sukkah was, it's like your definition is an orthodox definition. So according to the cops, according to the a NYPD, sukkah, they won't take down. Yeah, a real sukkah like this, they're apparently not going to mess with. But okay, a, a sukkah that is, you know, in the spirit rather than the letter of the law, they would not allow to stay standing. Because we had been advising other people in the park, if you're a Jewish person. Build for yourself a temporary structure and invite your friends to come and sleep in the structure with you, as is our custom. And the cops were like, that ain't flying. You're not telling people that they're going to use Sukkot as an excuse to build themselves tents and sleep here in the park. And so they forced this kid to take down his Sukkah. His sukkah. You know, I'm, I'm in a halakhic sukkah. That's fine. Like, that's how I observe the, the ritual. But, like, anybody who identifies and who is not Orthodox should be able to follow the, the Indian of the mitzvah and not necessarily the letter of the law itself. But at the end of the day, the cops believe, nope, must be a halakhic structure, otherwise it must come down, which wow. is pretty ridiculous. Wow. In, uh, in Seattle, they tried to do the same thing, to use the sukkah as a, as a wedge to get people the ability to build structures that they could sleep in through the course of Sukkot, and the cops arrested 10 people who were blockading and defending a sukkah and tore the sukkah down on Yontif. That does not surprise me in Seattle at all. Um, yeah, well, Baruch Hashem, it didn't happen in New York because it would have been the end of Michael Bloomberg's career. Wow, so then this is the fourth sukkah? Well, so this is technically the second sukkah of occupied Judaism, okay. and the fourth sukkah launched here on this site. Cool. Second sukkah of occupied Judaism? There's one in Boston? No, no, of, of occupied Judaism NYC. There's oh. 12 sukkahs up right now all around the world at occupations. Uh, we have one in London, one in Toronto, and then uh, nine here, nine, ten here in the U.S. We have ten here in the U.S. So what are your thoughts about uh, this sukkah? Um, it's, I love being in a sukkah at any time, and there's something very powerful about being in a sukkah in public space. And I think of this protest in a broad sense as being about as being about playing out Jewish values in public space in this country. And I think in a in a broad sense, I think that most Americans and most American Jews think that we need an equitable society, think that there should be healthcare for, for all Americans. Um, think that we should be renewing the, the, the infrastructure of this country and think that the government in a broad sense should be responsive to that. And there is, even though I don't by any means agree with all of the things being said in the, the square I come out of the private sector, I don't personally in any way feel antithetical um, to markets in general or to Wall Street. Um, I think there's something incredibly moving and powerful about seeing a really deep public conversation about the future of this country and, and I hope in a, in a deep sense that it's Lashem Shemayim. And you're sleeping in this sukkah. And I'm sleeping here tonight, yes. <laughs> and um, um, Dan had put a thing up saying that, that um, they were looking for people to sleep in it and um, I always used to see, sleep in my sukkah in Jerusalem and I kind of liked the idea in sleeping in a sukkah in Zuccotti Park so I came down here with my sleeping bag and my lulav and etrog and I'm kind of excited to wake up here in Dabashakra in the morning. As you can see, Occupied Judaism is an interesting initiative to bring Jews together. This is Aaron Herman.
and thanks for watching.